Are you a small business owner or someone who has a real interest in building your own brand? Then deep dive into the UP Consulting Group's Business Building Bootcamp, the annual convention and training camp for entrepreneurial spirits. Join us this March 5 and 6 to discover how you can unlock your business potential. This program is brought to you by ParcelBear. ParcelBear is the first eco-friendly courier service in the metro. They use craft paper and corn mailers for their packages and deliver the next day. But they are more than just a courier service. ParcelBear envisions their service to be the most friendly and trustworthy in the industry. For more information, visit www.weparcelbear.com. Based on the Youngblood column of the Philippine Daily Inquirer, this is the Youngblood Podcast. Stories written by the Filipino youth that inform, empower, and inspire. I'm your co-host for today, Luis Blanche de Villamer. I've been working with Youngblood as its Director of Development for Conference and as the Assistant Sound Engineer since May 2021. And as a member of the ever-amazing Youngblood team, I am co-hosting this episode. Today's essay tackles the author's journey of love and longingness. It is about a memory that has only existed in her dreams alone. Our featured guest, Natalia Patolot, shares her story of acceptance and letting go in this week's episode, Dreaming of My Father. I'm sorry. A tear fell down my cheek, yet my body looked calm compared to how tangled my mind was. My eyes were locked on the floor, unable to look him in the eye. I... I cut myself short and bit my lower lip, struggling to keep everything together. Woke up suddenly, not because of any noise or interruption, but because this recurring dream had finally come to its usual conclusion. The movie had ended in a cliffhanger and the credits were rolling. Now, it was time to engage in the real world once more. It's been two years since I learned about my father's name, the reason for his absence in my life, and my parents' ill-fated relationship. But if you're wondering if I've met my father since then, I haven't. I would be lying if I said I didn't expect a dramatic reunion afterward, a moment where he'd apologize for his absence and I would slowly learn to forgive him as he tried to make up for lost time. I thought that meeting him and getting to know him would mend my relationship with men and slowly but surely fill this indescribable void that I had within me. But I guess I had watched too many heartwarming TV shows and commercials to believe that could be my reality, that my problems could be solved by meeting a parent I'd never met before. That bubble of delusion burst when I first typed his name on Facebook. I was met with a long list of profiles that had the same name as him, filling me with dread. I spent hours searching his name in other social media sites, looking through each photo and trying to find a man who somewhat resembled me. My sweaty hands would grip the mouse, hovering the cursor shakily over each profile, only to be met with disappointment and confusion. It was then it hit me. If he really cared about me, he would have reached out a long time ago. He would have been anxiously looking through social media sites, typing my mother's last name in an attempt to find me. But after almost 21 years, he has never cared enough to even try. Unlike me, He never had to experience that dreadful mix of excitement and disappointment each time he clicked on a new profile with a similar name. He never had to wonder about my identity, my whereabouts, or what life would be like if I were in his life. 
After I had this realization, I let out a long sigh of defeat as I lightly pushed my laptop away from me in frustration, feeling disgusted and ashamed of myself for having been so naive. I laid down my bed and closed my eyes, trying to forget this unrealistic dream of mine. I'm sorry. The next thing I knew, I was in the same dream again. I quickly wiped my tears away, finally wanting to put on a bold front. I exhaled deeply and looked up, only to see my mother in front of me. I thought it was my father apologizing to me in my dreams, but it was actually her all this time. I furrowed my eyebrows in confusion. For what? For letting you grow up without a father. The confused look on my face was immediately replaced with sadness as I felt my heart break when those words left her lips. My mother stared at me like she was expecting anger from me, anger that doesn't exist. I have never blamed her for this. Why is she apologizing? I'm sorry. A tear fell down my cheek, yet my body looked calm compared to how tangled my mind was. My eyes were locked on the floor, unable to look him in the eye. I, I cut myself short and bit my lower lip, struggling to keep everything together. Woke up suddenly, not because of any noise or interruption, but because this recurring dream had finally come to its usual conclusion. The movie had ended in a cliffhanger and the credits were rolling. Now, it was time to engage in the real world once more. It's been two years since I learned about my father's name, the reason for his absence in my life, and my parents' ill-fated relationship. But if you're wondering if I've met my father since then, I haven't. I would be lying if I said I didn't expect a dramatic reunion afterward, a moment where he'd apologize for his absence and I would slowly learn to forgive him as he tried to make up for lost time. I thought that meeting him and getting to know him would mend my relationship with men and slowly but surely fill this indescribable void that I had within me. Natalia's essay was published on June 20, 2021. It is the continuation of her first essay, Tapping into My Mother's Mind, an article that was also published by the Philippine Daily Inquirer on Mother's Day last 2019. Today, she talks about the dreams she had of her father, how she has coped with this part of her life, and of course, how she has come to appreciate the only person that has always been there by her side. And welcome to another episode of the Young Blood Podcast. I am your host, Joshua Onsai, and with me here today is the author of Dreaming of My Father, Natalia. Natalia, welcome to the podcast for the second time around. Uh, thank you for having me. <laughs> yes, just putting it out, Natalia, it's very seldom Siguro once in a blue moon, not twice na feature sa podcast ang guest na author namin. So yeah, it's an honor na pangalawang beses mong andito. Oh nga eh. I'm, I'm really uh, honored that you guys accepted me for I know you guys are super booked at the moment. Of course, you deserve the recognition na pangalawang beses na ma-feature sa podcast. And you know, just like your previous essay entitled, um, ano nga yung ulit yung first essay na na-feature ka? Tapping into my mother's mind. Oh, okay, okay. Just like that essay, talagang yung emotions na papalabas in just a few paragraphs, which is very seldom. So, ngayon palang salute na agad ang limang kamay ko sa'yo. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Yes. So, just out of the blue question, ano ba yung feeling ng first time kang na-feature sa podcast? 
I've never guested in a podcast before. Actually, I don't have that much experience speaking because I spent most of my time just being behind the scenes writing. So this was a really interesting experience for me. In fact, I didn't even discover Young Blood podcast before. I was telling Leia this the other day that a random person just messaged me on Facebook who read my article and was like, why don't you try out the Young Blood podcast? And then I was like, oh, okay, sure, that sounds cool. And then that's why I... It was like a first-time experience for you yeah, na first-time yeah. pa lang sa podcast. So, yeah. ngayon ba, anong feeling na the second time around, you're here again? <laughs> well, that was kind of the purpose of my second essay that was published. It was supposed to be like a part two of tapping into my mother's mind because ever since that essay was published, everybody would ask me, oh, what's the update? Did you meet your father now after? And and this is the update. I don't need to explain myself anymore. Just read the essay. Uh, but th- yeah, that's what I thought about. So basically, I guess that answers the question na rin kung bakit mo sinulat <laughs> ang essay yeah. nito in the first place. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so basically, in other words, part two siya na yeah. tapping into my mother's mind. Tama? Yes. So in your point of view, how different is the essay ba? compared sa tapping into my mother's mind, ano ba yung naging development sa story? Ah, okay. So, in tapping into my mother's mind, I guess that was just me in the moment. I played around with the sound tap. So, the tapping was equivalent to me and my mother's thoughts at the moment. And I expressed in the article that as the tapping increases, more thoughts are going into someone else's mind. So, that was just the focus of my first essay. That's how I did it. I structured it like being in the moment, trying to resolve the issue in the moment. Meanwhile, dreaming of my father was more of the aftermath of it all because it started off as a dream, right? And then it went back to me, my reality, my thoughts about it, the effect of finally learning about my mother's past and my father. And then we're going back to, again to a dream. It's an old dream. So if the first one's more on the present, this one's more of the past or like my thoughts about it. So, ano yung dating sa'yo? Nakumaga, I was just dreaming of this, pero hindi sa ganitong paraan yung ini-imagine kong way na I would actually know my father's name or I would actually, you know, get a small part of knowledge about my father. Paano yung dating niya sa'yo? I structured my dream kasi I really thought that after finding about my father's name, I would meet him get some kind of like closure, I guess, learn more about him, his side of the story and everything about that and somehow receive some kind of uh, an apology. Like what you see in those dramatic movies that was like the main focus. Yeah. We're so molded by entertainment on very cute moments. But what did you think when it came to reality na this is not how I expected it to be. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah, that was really what I wanted to do with my essay because every time we see a heartfelt single parent story on movies, you would be like, "Oh, there's a dramatic moment that I'll meet my father, I'll learn about my identity, I know who I am as a person." But this is like the reality. Ito talaga yung what happened, and although it's not like the movies. I kind of liked how it ended. I think it's less drama-free, I guess. And in a way, that's my closure to trying to find my father. How did you envision yung 
moment na malalaman mo yung name niya ano ba yung nasa isip mo sana what was your what was the fantasy <laughs> in your mind <laughs> when so you were thinking about that moment sana what was your sana all moment <laughs> uh, it's so funny kasi i was thinking i find this name okay i type it on facebook easy i thought Shana agad, makikita ko agad. I can recognize him immediately. I can just feel it from seeing his profile pic. Tatay ko to. Ganun, that's what I thought talaga. Inokso ng dugo, ganun. Oo. <laughs> but, but uh, yun nga, that's what I said na the delusion bursted. Kasi, ang dami niyang kapangalan. As in, he had a lot of Parang lot de la Cruz, madaming kanim. Yeah, as in, so much. And then some are white people pa. As in, sobrang dami some talaga. Some are white people, meaning, ano, may foreigners. Oh, may foreigners pa. I was like, wow. Malay mo. Mama. <laughs> Malay natin. But I, but I really looked at it and I thought I would message him. And I'll be like, yo, what's up? Guess what? I'm your daughter. Maybe we should meet up and get yeah, to know get each other. I guess that's sometime. what I think. Yeah, that's what I really thought. And I didn't expect them to get back together. Actually, no. I just really wanted to know him. Because he's always been like a missing part of my life. Very think, vague. Sometimes, yeah, it gets sad because sometimes when you, you see a lot of other people posting pictures about the fun moments about their dad or like my classmates describing themselves as like a daddy's girl and I'm like okay <laughs> I can't relate but it's okay we all have our own trials we all have our own experiences kanya-kanyang trip sa atin sa universe pero you know no one will ever take that away from you it's you if you were given the chance to control how it happened would you change anything ba? would you actually want your father sana na parang kuy kitain mo nga yung anak mo kung ikaw yung magdi-direct sana ng movie <laughs> wait um from the very beginning he was present or like it's just me now meeting him ah uh, yung meeting lang um in the context uh, of the essay lang i guess i just want to meet him at least once i think the key part that i want to really know is like my possible half siblings how his life has been so far. I know that he's not the best person in the world and it's crazy for me to even look for him. But obviously, as humans, you can't help but wonder. You can't help but become curious about something in your life that you never really dived into. So that's why yeah, I want to know, at least once. <laughs> Pero overall, you were comfortable with the situation naman na meron ka namang knowledge na, oh, meron akong tatay. <laughs> oh, meron yeah. akong tatay. Pero I just don't know him. You were comfortable with that idea naman in the long run. Yeah, for the longest time I was. Remember what I told you the last time we talked? When I was in grade 2, for the longest time I thought, I was so comfortable with just living with my grandparents, my mom. I didn't even think na, oh, kailangan ko pala ng tatay. Or like, you need two people to tango. Because uh, mm-hmm. I was so comfortable. I was like, oh, it's just my mom and me. It's okay. It's great. And then one day, a person asked me what's the name of my father. And I was like, huh? Wala akong tatay. And then she responded to me, yun nga, bakit ka nabuo? Paano ka nabuo? And I was like, wait a minute. Oh, nga, she no. kind of right. She kind of <laughs> right, though. <laughs> so that's why I started to think about it. Yeah. And you asked your mother about it at an early age, diba? You said grade two. Very briefly. It was so awkward, too. That's Very why I vain. never asked again after. Because I remember we were in the car. I don't know where we were going. But said mga ed sa traffic. Ganun. And I asked her, like, yo, 
uh, who's my father? And then I felt her like tense up. And and she probably gave me a way different name that she gave me, you know, when I was 18. So that's why I never asked again after. Because I was like scared na baka mamaya. She's still traumatized by the whole event. That's why I only brought it up you know, when I was 18. I mean, it's obviously very hard to be a, a single parent. The fact that she's never mentioned it is a good sign that she doesn't want to talk about it. That's why I never really, you know, tried. I can see and I can tell na your mom was a good single parent kasi she was able to fill the gap. And even though you grew up without your father, she was able to do her part, not only as your mother, but also your father. So, ayun. I'll take this moment to give a shout out to your mom. She is definitely yeah. a super mom. Yeah, my mom has been my inspiration for everything for the longest time. Even though sometimes we don't get along, most of the things that I do is for her. Like every time I write an essay, every time I work hard or feel bad, I always think, oh, this is for my mom. I want to make her really proud. She works so hard to give me a decent life on her own. And grabe, my utang na loob to her is is cannot be yeah so that's why i really want to dedicate everything that i do to her and making her proud so noon ba ano yung nag-envision mong characteristic or parang vague na isip mo ano ba kayong itsura ng tatay ko ano yung ugali niya ano yung vague description uh, ng daddy mo back then Because my mom always said that I am like the carbon copy of him physically. As in, we have the same face shape, eyes, eyebrows, and everything. So that's what I kind of imagine him like. Like me, but a guy and a little bit older. In terms of his personality, so far from what I've heard from my grandfather and my mom, it's not so great. I imagine him to be like a Casanova, but not as daring and has great as what you see in the movies and he's so suave and everything but like kind of a a bit of a loser you know what I mean? he had <laughs> his way with the ladies <laughs> yeah he had his way with the ladies and in hindsight it's pretty bad but i guess in the moment he's very charismatic yeah that's what i imagine him to be my mom never dated though and high school, college, she was very to herself lang. So the fact that he was able to reel her in means that he was that charismatic. He was, he was that guy. He was the he guy. Was, yeah, he was the guy in movies that was like the bad boy, the really handsome guy. That's what I imagined. Well, looking at you, I can tell definitely your dad is handsome. Ah, thank you. <laughs> Legit, girl, you got the stuff. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> well, um, in our last call, actually, you mentioned na your grandmother, siya yung nag-ambag nung statement na hindi ganun kaganda yung personality ng daddy mo. Diba? Yeah. My grandfather, actually. So, funny thing is, they never read the first article. Kasi I didn't know that it was gonna be on the paper. I really thought it was just gonna be online. So I thought, oh, when I write the second essay, they wouldn't be able to read it. It's all good. They want to know what I think. Because <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I'm so shy about talking to them about my feelings sometimes. And then when, they, when the day that it was published, Sato, my grandfather, bought the paper. 
pagising ko, everyone in my family knew about it, read it and everything. And I, my messages were like full of my relatives like being like, oh, congratulations, Talia. Good job. And I was like, what? What? <laughs> and then so when I sat up, my mom came to my room holding the newspaper like, is this what you really feel? Like, I was like, what? What? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then I came downstairs to eat breakfast. And then my grandfather was like, you know, your mom really made the right decision. Probably one of the best decisions she's made in her life because he's not that great. And I've talked to him personally before and I was trying to be like, oh, take accountability for this. If you cannot be in her life, can you at least pay for childbirth or like child support for at least the first few years? Mm-hmm. Because my mom was like 22. She was barely established and working and whatever. So, syempre, it's rocky pa financially. And then my father was like, oh, uh, sorry, I can't I can't really uh, do it financially. Yeah. And then, <laughs> yeah, that's basically it. Like, pasensya na I don't have enough money. So, don't disturb me ever again, okay? So, I wouldn't be able to be present in your life. And I wouldn't be able to provide anything for her. So, don't even try. And then my grandfather was like, wow, that was really a waste of my time. Yeah, you did mention that na hindi ganun kaganda yung personality. But you also mentioned na hindi lang ikaw yung anak niya na he could not stand for, di ba? Yeah, according to my grandfather, he had impregnated a lot of other women. Pwede so that's why yun. <laughs> Yeah, that's why he couldn't support me financially because he had so many other kids. So he can't provide for each child. So that's why... He was like, okay, pass. I have already this kid and this kid and this kid. So I can't do this this other kid. So I was like, okay. Ano yung nagdating nun sa'yo na, ay, hindi lang pala ako. I have half-brothers and half-sisters pala. Uh, you know, it, I actually got excited. Because <laughs> I've always wanted Do you have brothers uh, or sibling. sisters ba ngayon? No, not oh, at all. Girl, same. I get that feel. I would understand Yeah, that. right? <laughs> It's kind of lonely being an only, only child. Right? And, you know, it's sad then because you don't have anyone near your age to talk to. And also, even if they're kind of like far from age, like 10 years, kahit may bata lang, I, I don't know. It's just fun to have someone like... <laughs> yeah. Because every time in a family gathering, I just wait for my cousins to come. And then if they don't come, I'm just going to be so lonely at the corner. Like, ah, oh, okay. When are we going home? Because I have no one to talk to. Because I didn't have any siblings. I had a hard time socializing with people my age growing up. So I've always been with a bunch of old people. <laughs> so yeah. You know, I get that feel na nung nalaman mo na meron kang half-brothers and sisters, meron kang mga half-siblings out there na you don't know about. Uh, Tapos, you're an only child. I get that feel. Kasi pag only child ka, may kapatid pala ako. Oh my gosh, bakit di ko alam? Yeah! That's fun, right? Mm, kasi, ang hirap maging mag-isa sa bahay. Wala kang kausap. Ang best friend mo, TV, teddy bear, tsaka radio. Oh my gosh. True about the teddy bear. I have a collection of teddy bears in one room. As in, it's too Girl, much. It's, it's, it's an unhealthy addiction. It's like I have 20 plus. I, re- I have one with me right now. Is that the Oh, wait. I have that. Yeah. Oh, my God. I have... Hindi siya nakatayo. Nakahiga siya. Look, ah. 
Oh my Look god! Ang cute. <laughs> it's a sign of an only child. Mm-hmm. <laughs> every, <laughs> let me tell you this right now, okay? Every only child right now has this kind of teddy bear. Pag natutulog sila, yeah. promise. Yeah, at least one. <laughs> at least one. Kung hindi man si Grizz, si Ice, or si Pan Pan. Mm. True. I can, I will bet on that. Gawa <laughs> na ng survey. <laughs> but like... A lot of people don't get but it yeah. na pag-only child, malungkot. Hindi naman malungkot. Pero kung maga, there's this gap na ang hirap i-fill in. Even though may mga pinsan yeah. ka na kapag-reunion silang inaabangan mo. Iba pa rin eh. Kasi pagdating mo sa bahay, yeah. no, wala, mag-isa pa rin ako. Wala na sila. <laughs> That's why I had a lot of stuff toys. I used to line them up. I was like, oh, these are my sisters and brothers. Oh. They're with me forever. Yeah. But yun lang, ginagawa ko growing up. It's kind of lonely, but it's okay. Did you have that experience but, you know, na the... nag-tea party kasama sila? <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, I had so... It's so embarrassing. I've been telling this to my friends. You know LPS, Littlest Pet Shop? Huh? Littlest Pet Shop, okay? It's like a little mini toy. Oh, okay, okay. I collected that. I spent all of my Christmas money on that. I probably had 40-plus mini toys of that. And then I used to film myself with my grandfather's webcam, just talking. I thought it was a legit storyline and everything. I posted it on my Facebook before when I was younger. Until the point I had 500 videos of me just talking to myself with my toys. And it got so bad that even my family relatives just went along with it and be like, when's the next episode? Oh, what happened to Bob? Or something like that. I was like, okay, thanks for the support. But when I turned grade 6, I had to mass delete it because I realized how embarrassing that was. Because... 500 videos. Malay mo yun na sana yung kimo to content creatorship. Filmmaking. <laughs> Malay mo. Hindi natin sure. You know, the other stereotype then for only children is like being spoiled. You get that a lot. True. Super. Masama ginagasabi. Uy, nakakainggit. Spoiled ka. Wala kang ibang kaagaw sa toys. Ganun-ganun. Oh. Oo. Wala naman ako iba din kaagaw sa gawaing bahay. <laughs> Diba? It's so, wala akong mautusan if I don't wanna do the dishes. Ano ikaw na lang. Eh, walang gagawa ng dishes. Ikaw talaga. <laughs> Basically, you have no choice. Totoo. But, yeah, I don't really believe in the spoiled thing. I just think what we share as all only child people is just being lonely mm-hmm. <laughs> growing up. Especially kapag aalis yung parents mo or like mga kasama sa bahay. You're yeah. alone. You're like, yay, mag-isa sa bahay. Pero mag-cartoons all day. Then, then, when you get bored, Oh, okay, what do I do now? My mom started to notice I was feeling really lonely na being an only child. And then, syempre, my mom's so busy with work. There was a point na I barely saw her. Kasi she would leave super early in the morning. And then come late at night. And then after, she would play badminton. So I barely see her talaga. Parang mga five minutes lang in the morning. And then my grandparents were young pa at the time. And they were still working. So I didn't really have anyone to be with. So my mom bought me a dog. dog? <laughs> that was her solution. Yeah, my dog. My dog's name, Russ. He's still with me today. And I really love oh. him. I know. He's my legit brother now. Oh, that's cute. Tsaka isa pang stereotype pag mga only child. Kapag yung busy yung parent ng only child, it's either ang pupunta sa meeting, sa school, Lola, Yaya. Oh, totoo. Tapos <laughs> pag magkamukha, magsasabi, so... kapatid mo po, ay hindi alaga ko po. <laughs> hindi... Oh, that's so true. <laughs> that's so true. And then sometimes my grandparents, kasi tatlo sila magkakapatid, so they say that I'm the fourth child. 
And then sometimes they just joke that I'm the fourth child and the Ampun. youngest. Uh-uh. Yeah. Uh, so that's what they do all the time. Yeah, a lot of people will never get that. Tsaka, bilang isang only child, marami nagsasabi, swerte mo, wala kang kaagaw sa mana. Aanhin ko naman ng mana kung mag-isa ako. <laughs> In the first place, may mana ba kami? Oh, <laughs> ang tanong, tanong ipapamana ba sa amin? <laughs> Malay nyo, baka hindi naman talaga to sa amin. <laughs> Di nyo sure. Kaya nga eh. Baka yung mapupunta lang sa akin, utang. <laughs> utang patuloy mapunta sa'yo imbis na man. Kaya nga eh. Pero, that's why. A lot of people will definitely never get the context of being an only child unless only child din sila mismo. And the same way that we will never understand how siblings fight and why siblings fight. Yeah, and yung mga, di ba there's stereotypes for the eldest child, middle child, and the youngest child, right? And so, I wouldn't get that. That applies also. to all of us. <laughs> Yung yeah, we're all at once. Lahat na yun sa atin. <laughs> Lahat ng pressure andyan sa'yo. <laughs> oh, true. But it's kind of okay. Sometimes I'm thankful that I don't have a sibling because usually what I hear from my friends kasi grabe yung comparison. Mm. Like, oh, buti pa to. Well, Ginagawa niyo to. Meron pa kayong comparison. Oh, well, meron pa rin naman eh. Ay, ay yung mga cousins, gadan. Oh. But at least it's not a constant reminder like every day like, oh, she's doing great. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, parang pa may reunion lang. <laughs> Uh-huh. Oh, totoo. That's really hard talaga. That part of being a sibling. And favoritism oh, then. Oh, yan. Favoritism. Yeah. Though the hardest part sa only child actually, yung pressure, di ba? Kasi when your parents get old or your guardians get old, pag tumanda na sila, wala. Lahat sa'yo mapupunta. Wala kang pupuntahan na kuya. So basically, you have to be your own rock. Ikaw yung magiging yeah. sarili mong, you know, I'm a strong, independent, na di ko kailangan. Pero tulungan nyo kung tumayo dito. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I always thought that for the longest time and been trying my best to become more independent. But first things first, I need to learn how to drive. I've been trying to earn money since last year to buy my own car. And yeah, my mom has been telling me, oh, I worked hard for my car and I only got the chance to buy my own car when I was 30. And I wanted to work really hard and get mine early 20s. I'll be like, hey, I got mine earlier. Here's hoping. Hoping talaga. Hoping. Ang gastos ko kasi sa Shopee. Eh. Same. <laughs> Actually, I just tweeted a while ago. Sabi ko, bakit pagdating sa'yo ang rupok-rupok ko? Next reply, context, napapadaan ako sa SM pag madaming sale na damit sa unique club. Kata ako! Mami, pagdating sa mga damit, I, I have to do this. True. As in my cart, I have 100 things in my cart on Shopee. So I don't really know what to do now because sometimes I'm calculating, okay, if I work hard this month, I can afford this. Actually, I went to run out some errands. I went to run out some errands. I went Minakita akong sale. Pantalon. Chino pants. 250 na lang. Hmm. 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 Gumagano'n ako. Sukat. Di ka siya. Okay. Huwag na. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Ukay-ukay is like the best. I Oops. I remember my stress reliever before This was Ukay-ukay. This is actually Ukay find. Oh, I love it. Yeah. It's not halata. It's Ukay-ukay. Diba? Hindi siya halata. I love it. Hmm. It's really good. It looks like it's from mga high-end brands. Ah, wow. <laughs> Ano ito? Um, 100? O, oh, 
that's a flex, honestly. That's what I always do when I wear something really nice. I'd be like, oh, this is just one fifth. Mm-hmm. You know? That's the amazing thing that fashion gives you. Yung comfort. Parang, oh, I look good. Parang, hindi mo naiisip na mag-isa ka pala. All your other problems, they don't really disappear. Parang, nani-neglect mo na lang na, wala pang nagagawa sa module deadline na mamaya. Ano naman, may maganda akong damit. Yeah, like, mm, this is just 50 pesos. I look great. It look, I'm doesn't failing, look cheap. but I look lit AF. <laughs> I don't care if I fail, that's, but that's I look That's all good. that matters. Diba? <laughs> True. So only... Only child struggles and only child perks. <laughs> Oy, wala rin akong kasher na damit. Usually, what if mas maganda yung damit? Yeah, that's the it. best part. Wala kang kasher sa damit. So basically, all you own, I want it, I got it. This is all me. Opulence. Ito <laughs> lahat. <laughs> yung kasher ko lang si mama. <laughs> uh, same, but me, my father. Kasi yung pag minaliitan ko na, oh, sayo na, ayoko na niyan. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's so cool. But for you, I think ano, it's either galing kimama mo papunta sa you or the other way around. Both. Oh, uh, it's <laughs> both. It's basically kasi switching. Si- yeah, same. Because ka- may medyo ng body eh. And for the longest time, she's been thinner than me. A uh, fun fact about my mom: after she was pregnant with me, she was so stressed out taking care of me now that she dropped to. Like 87 pounds, as in dangerously Whoa. low. And then because she was so stressed taking care of me, she, because I was so demanding that was a baby. Wow. I just wanted to eat. Wow. I just, as in, I kept on eating. That I was super tough and then she couldn't do it anymore. So the the doctors were like, "Please, what can I make breast milk? Mag ano kana lang? Magbigay kan? What do you call this? The powdered milk? Ah, yung tinip templa, chupon. Eh, Yeah, yeah. Just give that her, to her na lang because you're losing so Ika, much oh, weight. Nakakaawa na yung mother, di ba? <laughs> yeah, take care of yourself. And then, after that, okay na. <laughs> parang sinasabi ng mama mo, parang ano, bata ka palang, madami ka ng gusto sa buhay. <laughs> no, bata palang, I was so takaw. As in, as in I, I eat so much. I'm known talaga sa family being so takaw. I never not finish a meal. I always have to finish everything that's on my plate. I have to try everything that's on the table because, I don't know, I just... How we were raised to do that. Parang, don't get na di mo kayo maubos. Finish what you have on your yeah. table. Yeah. It's a constant reminder. Sayang ng din pagkain eh. There are a lot of people struggling right now. So it's very... I hear that uh, all the time. It's a privilege. That's why, parang, it's a privilege to eat. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Know, parang everyday naka-eat all you can ka kasi bawal mag, magtira sa eat all you can. <laughs> My, I used to not eat for like one and a half days just to be like, okay, susulitin ko yung buffet na to. 500 din to, no? Kaya kailangan ko. Parang there's always this constant reminder to you. <laughs> yeah. You know, um, it's it's great to chat about uh, mga other things. You know, this is the great thing about actually nung sa, pod, sa pagsating sa podcast na to. Kasi we don't just chat about the essay, but it's about the authentic side of the authors. Yeah. This is the great thing about podcast with that. But, you know, yeah. going back sa essay mo, Dreaming of My Father, sino ba yung tumayo na fatherly figure sa'yo growing up? I mean, aside from your mom, of course. I guess I have two father figures. Besides my lolo, I think the one who really stood by me the most was my Ninong. Fun fact about that, he met my mother's second year of college. And then they became really close from there. And then when he was marrying my aunt, he would always bring me out. They would spoil me with gifts. 
And then he used to teach me science before for school. And then I would always spend my time with them a lot growing up. He even told me that he considers me as like their other kid. It really means a lot to me. And I really appreciate everything he's done for me because he's really supportive. And he's been like a really big inspiration then, besides my mom. He would always give me a lot of advice then about life. And I would definitely take that to heart then. Oh, that's cute. Actually, same. We all have that Ninong slash Tito na parang, parang tatay, nanay na natin kapag di sila available. Uh, Because actually, my dad was a seaman. So, I guess... 70 to 80%. Oh, 70 to 80% ng childhood ko. He wasn't really actually physically there. So parang uh, one month lang andito, then the next, then the next, ano naman, maghihintay naman another. Pero kumaga, I guess, I guess I would be medyo hypocrite if I said that there was this gap. Kasi I never felt that there was a gap. Kasi, I don't know, parang I never felt na kailangan ko ng support masyado. <laughs> Parang same tayo. Yeah, besides your mom. Oh, parang same tayo. May na. tito ka oh, na. Oo, naman. Parang hindi ko naman, yung parang sinabi mo kanina, oo oh, nga, no? <laughs> asan, asan nga ba? Like, no. <laughs> parang worries to be strong. Is your, uh, yeah, that's true. Is your dad still a seaman? If you don't mind Actually, me asking. Um, hindi na ngayon. He stopped, uh, he stopped going abroad uh, when I was in grade 5. So basically, from kindergarten, mm-hmm. nung bata ako, hanggang grade 5, we never really... Parang every other ano lang. Established. Oo, parang yeah. grade 5 lang na-establish. Starting then, doon lang nag-ano. And the rest is history. <laughs> And ngayon, andito na siya. Aww, that's great. Yeah, but yun nga, I'm still somehow relate. Relate pa din naman ako sa'yo doon sa fact na we were raised na parang wala. Yeah. Well, hindi naman sa walang kinikilala. <laughs> Pero we were raised <laughs> to be independent na tayo yung maging support system natin. Kumbaga, The person we wanted yeah. to play ball with was ourselves, Muna. Ourselves? Yeah, yeah we were yeah. raised good. We were raised independent. Our moms yeah, didn't raise no weaklings. <laughs> uh, shout out to your mom also. Great job on raising you. <laughs> Thanks for raising such great stellar people. <laughs> Yeah, being a mom is so hard. I'm turning um, 22 next year. Mm-hmm. That was the time she was pregnant. So she gave birth when she was 23. Oy, she was pregnant when she was 22. So I can't imagine Super young. me next year. Yeah, I can't imagine myself. Like like right now, I can barely so, take care of myself. So imagine. Si mommy mo. Yeah. Whoa. Yeah. Yeah. Uy, Ang hirap, no? Like 20 plus nung anak. And yung father, hindi wala doon. Damn. Yeah. How old are you, by the way? Uh, I'm 19. <laughs> oh, wow! You're so young! Yeah, it's super bagets. <laughs> Pero yeah, ang hirap noon. Kasi 20. Wala yung ano, wala yung father. O, yung hirap, ha? Ah. Iba ang mami yeah, mo. Yeah, iba ang respect ko talaga noon. Kasi just thinking about it now that I'm about near, kind of near her age. Mm-hmm. Like, whoa, that's... That's If ngayon nagsastruggle ka, what more during her time na pregnant siya, di ba? Yeah, it's such a hard decision to take care of your life and someone else's life. And, oo, madami ka pang iniisip. Yeah, so amazing talaga, mom. In the words of Fifth Harmony, <laughs> I-N-D-E-P-A-E-N-D-E-N-T, independent. <laughs> I yeah, almost spelled true. it wrong. <laughs> okay lang yan. <laughs> 
yeah, that's one word, independent, and I mean that in a very good way. Your mom was no joke. She was yeah. she was the woman, like an icon. <laughs> Superwoman talaga. Yeah. And you're so lucky to have her. Yeah, I I honestly when people ask me would I rather have a dad present in my life than just like this, right now thinking about it, I wouldn't have it any other way. Cause the experiences that I've had being like you said, an only child having a single parent and living with my grandparents, everything, these factors made me who I am. And I don't think I would want to change it at all, you know. Uh, umaga, I could have had a more different, but I would still choose kung ano yung I grew up with. I would still choose the way I grew up yeah. and the idea. Tsaka, I don't know if it's fetishizing paghihirap or romanticizing oh. struggles. Hindi <laughs> ko alam kung magiging ganito yun, pero umaga, they've molded you. They've molded you to be who you are. And that's part of you growing up. That's part of the universe molding you to be who you are. So, yeah. Mas maganda talaga yeah. I'm not saying that. Yeah. That sounds beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's what I really believe in. Every time I'm struggling with something, I always believe that I will get through it somehow. And then I'd laugh about it a few years from now. Like, oh, that really contributed to my growth as a person. Uh-huh. You know, uh, Natalia, yeah. this has been a super great talk. And I've learned so much yeah. from you. And finally, I've had someone to share my sentiments with <laughs> as an only child. You can, you can just message me wherever if you want someone to talk to. I'll definitely do it. that. <laughs> but, um, you know, um, malay mo, nakikinig ngayon si biological father mo. Ano ba yung gusto mo sabihin sa kanya? Like, out of the blue, anything. Um, first of all, I'm not mad at him. I'm just kind of disappointed that he didn't really take any accountability for it or was responsible for the actions that he's done. But besides that, it would be nice to meet my half-sibling. So you have a single parent and you're an only child. Hit me up. Maybe maybe we're half-siblings, <laughs> you know? <laughs> but, but, um, and also, the reason why I wrote these essays is because there are a lot of people with absent fathers in their life. And I wanted to share this piece for it to be like their safe haven, I guess. Someone to relate to. Someone that they can talk to. Because nga, every time you see on TVs, there's happy, healthy family with both parents present. And sometimes you get kind of sad. It's not, it's not in what's present in your life. So I guess that's what I wanted to do with my essay. Tsaka, ano, I love what you said. Na it's also a shout out sa mga may families in the same situation as you na hindi yeah. yung neutral, hindi yung typical family that we grew up with hindi siya yung typical Filipino family na kumakain sa dinner na may malaking kutsara at malaking tinidor na kompleto <laughs> and um, it's okay parang it's okay na ganun it's okay it's still yeah. your family in the words of Stitch yeah. this is my family it's a bit broken but, but it's still good but it's still great it's still great. And one last thing to say to other single mothers or single parents out there, na you're doing great. And I know it's hard, but I'm sure your child doesn't blame you for anything. And I'm sure they still love you no matter what has happened or what mm. you did. And yeah, that's it. That's it. Because my mom has been doubting about being a good parent. And I... And I always tell her that you really made the right decision and you're a great parent. Aww. Shout out to all the single parents out there. Of course, then, 
Isang yeah. super malaking salute to all of you. Isang napakalaking thank you sa mga sakripisyo ninyo. <laughs> And of course, uh, in the words of Rufa May, go lang, go. Yes. Kaya <laughs> Kidding aside, oo, you have done a good job. And if you ever feel invalidated sa efforts nyo, always know that your child always looks up to you. You were able to raise yeah. them well, even though may kulang. If you're a single mom, if you're a single dad, if you're a single neutral parent, someone will always look up to you. Yun yung anak niya. Oh, that's a great uh, message. <laughs> I felt thank you. Yung I felt it. Parang parang nanay na ako. Twenty-year-old the age of twenty-two na talaga. Oi, wag naman ganon. Maturity. Not yet ready. Maturity. Ako personally, I'm nineteen and uh, wala pa naman. There's no possibility na I could actually have a son or a daughter or a child. Pero technically, I feel like I'm a father figure sa mga sa mga barkada ko. <laughs> oh, that's so that cute. The <laughs> There's always that one person sa group talaga, the father or mother yes. figure. So, bilang pang final question, pang huling question natin ngayon, what are you looking forward to the most right now? Last year, kasi I've been focusing on doing things, on getting experience. So I've been doing a lot of internships and all of that. But right now, I kind of got burnt out from doing that. And right now, I really want to focus on things that make me happy and make me feel fulfilled. Because for a moment, I started to lose passion in things that I love. And one of those things are writing. So Dreaming of My Father was actually one of the first essays I've written in a long time for myself and for my own enjoyment. Because I spent so much time writing for either clients, for my internships, or basically anything for like money or whatever. And not really for myself. And now I want to do things that would reignite that passion that I once had for writing. So yeah, that's what I'm really interested in. It's great now you're rediscovering your roots when it comes to writing, and na pa-pursue mo yung career mo as a writer ngayon. And of course, I hope na yung yung Blood Podcast it helps you na magkaroon mas malami exposure. And of course, yung essay yeah. mo mas madami yun yung ma-reach na audience. Yeah, and anyone can just message me lang if they want to talk about their own experiences or whatever. My inbox is always open. <laughs> yes, thank you very much, Natalia. And of course, I guess that's it. Thank you guys so much for listening okay. to the Young Blood Podcast. This has been your host Joshua Onsai, and once again, this is Natalia, and this has been Dreaming of My Father. Don't forget to check out our other episodes. Please like this video and of course, kung meron kayo mga suggested comments, mga topics na gusto nyo i-discuss dito sa podcast, don't hesitate na comment yan down there. Uh, follow us on YouTube and on Spotify and on Facebook. This has been the Youngblood Podcast. Natalia, say goodbye. Bye-bye. Ayan. Thank you guys so much for listening. Bye. And that's it for today's episode of the Young Blood Podcast. Don't forget to like this video, subscribe to our YouTube channel, and check out our other episodes. Feel free to drop in the comment section your suggestions on what we should feature on our next episodes. Follow our official social media accounts on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and LinkedIn. Thank you guys for listening. I am your host Joshua Onsai. Till next time. Bye.
Natalia is a 20-year-old communication technology management student at the Ateneo de Manila University and she currently owns a small business called The Greatest Cake. Aside from baking goods, she also does freelance writing from time to time.